This show contains four-letter words and adult situations. But what did you expect? It's called Now That I'm Older. Shane has no shit pain tolerance, y'all. None. <laughs> None. I'm a big bitch when it comes to pain. The day is over. <laughs> you might have dealt with a completely different Shane when I came over the next time. Nikki was like, you almost became a burden on the family. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> That's the name of the scooters. And I was like, that is such a letdown. I thought some bird must have swooped down while he's on the scooter. And oh, God. It's attacking him. <laughs> Which, you know, you would have come off a lot better if a bird had done this instead of a crack. Sorry about my shit intro. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Now That I'm Older with Shane Smith and Ken Baldwin. A.K.A. KB Paperstacks, A.K.A. Baldwin Escobar, A.K.A. Danger Zone, A.K.A. Vanilla Thriller, and A.K.A. MC Killer B. No one calls you any of that. So when you're a boy that was born in the late 70s and grew up in the 80s, there's a certain few things that you're just supposed to know in the South. You're supposed to know how to shoot a gun. You're supposed to know how to thread a worm on a hook. You're supposed to know how to sit on a dock or in a boat and watch that little bobber go up and down in the water and then jerk on your line when you're fishing. You're supposed to just know this kind of stuff. You're supposed to know how to say yes ma'am and no ma'am because in the South you were supposed to respect your elders and if anybody was even, you know, 10 years older than you, you said yes ma'am and no ma'am to them. That's just the way it was. But one of the highest things that you were supposed to know, one of the main things you were supposed to know is you never, ever ever embarrass your parents. That was one of the highest treasonous acts that you could have as a child, period, when you were growing up in the South. Whether you were a boy or whether you were a girl, if you embarrassed your parents, consequences were fucking severe and they were swift. They ranged from getting pulled aside and like taken into a bathroom and getting a talking to, getting grabbed by your neck, by your collar, and taken off to a bathroom and getting your ass busted. They ranged from getting your shit taken away from you for a week and getting thrown into your room and getting grounded just because you said something that you weren't supposed to. Now, I was pretty good about this. I respected my mom and dad for the most part, and I did really, really well with this. But there was one time that I made a mistake. I slipped up when I thought I was just being funny, and I'll never forget it. So growing up, we went to church, and I don't mean we went to church a little bit. I mean, every Wednesday night, we had children's church, which lasted from about 7.30 until about 10 while our parents had Bible study. And then if we decided to go out and eat afterwards, we wouldn't get home till 11 or 11.30 some nights. Then on Sunday morning, we would get up really early because mom was a Sunday school teacher. So we had to go to Sunday school. Then we would go to the Sunday morning service. Then we would have choir practice because my mom was also in the choir and my dad played guitar at church. And we'd have to get there like an hour and a half early just for the Sunday night service. Then we would have the Sunday night service. And then we would hang out and sometimes go out to eat. And again, not get home until 11 or 1130. We saw the church people more than we saw our extended family when I was growing up. It was just a thing. And my mom and dad loved it. They were on cloud nine. Now, by and large, as a small kid, you get to hear about all the really cool Bible stories, you know, Jonah and the belly of the whale, David and Goliath, stuff like that, Sodom and Gomorrah, which is kind of a jacked up story. But for the most part, when you got out to the adult services, it was a little bit boring because they were always trying to deliver like a moral lesson or tell you about adultery or telling you about, you know, sloth or wealth or any of that stuff. And as a kid, it didn't really resonate when you were smaller. But every now and then we would have a potluck. Now, for a kid, 
a potluck was amazing. We didn't think about germs. We didn't think about people having cats on their tables or anything like that. All we knew was that we were going to get to eat food of all different varieties. And then when we got done eating, there was going to be like 16 different types of cakes and pies and cookies and all kinds of shit. Every single time at my church, we would have a potluck. There would be fried chicken. There would be the best meatloaf you'd ever put in your face. We would have pot roast. We would have, you know, little things of ham and turkey. It was fucking amazing every single time. And like I said, church for a kid when you're eight, nine, 10 years old is kind of boring as hell when you're sitting out there with the adults during their service. But when you knew that there was a potluck afterwards, you straightened up and paid a fucking attention. So I sat there that night knowing we've got a potluck at the end of the service. And I'm sitting there listening to everything the preacher's saying. And I'm not hearing what he's saying, but I'm listening. Because I know as soon as he says, let's have the altar call, and he brings everybody down to the altar and makes it start praying for him, which for the uninitiated, if you don't know, when you go to a Pentecostal church in Georgia, they say, let's bring everyone down for the altar call. And that means that people will walk down and pray. And this sometimes can take from five minutes to 45 minutes, depending on how it goes. So as a kid, when you know there's a potluck later on, you're sitting there in the back of your head going, please let it go quick. Please let it go quick. I don't. I hope not a lot of people need prayer. Not that I was being selfish. I just really hope that everybody was feeling good enough to not need prayer. I didn't want them to have to need to be healed or anything like that. And I wanted to eat pot roast. So we get to the end of the altar call. They say, if nobody else needs prayer, then we're going to go ahead and call the service for the night. But please stick around. We've got a potluck. And everybody, every kid in that audience, the eyes just lit up. The congregation was like, yeah, we're going to go eat food. But all the kids knew it's about to be cookie time. So we go out there and we start getting our plates. And this guy was in front of me who was the son of my mom's best friend, Sue. And this guy's name was H.J. And I walk up and I say, hey, H.J., um, do, do I need to pay anything for this? Now, I'd never paid before, but I'm getting a little bit older. And we'd gone to another church service where they donated for the potluck. They all gave a little bit of money, like two or three bucks a person for the potluck. It wasn't required, but if you had it, you just gave it in. And... H.J. looks at me and he gets a smile, a smile on his face and he goes, yeah, yeah, you go ahead and tell your mom you owe $20 a plate for this. So I go through the line and I get my pot roast and I get my chicken and I get my vegetables and then I get to the end of it and I yell across the entire reception area where we're having this potluck and go, hey mom, H.J. said that we owe $20 a person for the food, so just go ahead and pay him after we're done. And it got deathly silent, like we were at a fucking funeral suddenly. And a couple of people just start laughing because they know that I've fucked up, that I shouldn't have said that. That was just a joke or a little mistake or something like that. But my mom did not have a look on her face like she knew I was joking. In fact, at that exact moment, she makes a beeline across the entire congregation just to grab me by my arm and says, come with me. And she leads me away from the reception hall into a separate private Sunday school room that nobody's in and says, listen, you don't ever, ever talk about what me or your dad owe or our money or anything like that in public ever again. Do you understand me? And in that moment, I completely understood her. And this was the last time when I was a kid that I ever embarrassed my mom like that. Hey guys, welcome back to a show that definitely remembers when Inspector Gadget used to consistently get bailed out of trouble by a dog named Brain, or as we like to call it, Now That I'm Older, a show about how getting older sucks but can be awesome at the exact same time. You can find us online at nowthatimolder.com or also on Facebook as well as Google Play, Stitcher, and iTunes. Please rate, review, and subscribe to the show anywhere you find us online because that helps us out a lot. You can also find us on Twitter, Gmail, and Instagram, but it's at NTIOPod. And if you'd like to support the show, you can go to patreon.com slash nowthatimolder, and if you give to us, we're going to give right back to you. 
You can also find us on Twitter with the hashtag Potter and Family. Now, Potter and Family is a family of podcasters that came together to cross-promote each other, spread the word about badass, independent podcasts, and create a family out of absolutely nothing. If you go to Twitter and check out the hashtag Potter and Family, you're going to find our show as well as the Swimcast, the Bible Questions Podcast, and the Capes Off Podcast. And this week, we tell a harrowing story of loss, hurt, and regret that could one day affect every single one of us if we're not careful. Okay, in all reality, we're telling a stupid story about me getting drunk and then falling off a scooter and getting a mild concussion and gushing blood all over the place. So check it out. We'll be right back. This is your last chance. After this, there is no turning back. You take the blue pill. The story ends. You wake up in your bed and believe whatever you want to believe. You take the red pill. You stay in Wonderland, and I show you how deep the rabbit hole goes. So Shane has a story to tell us about how his life nearly ended. Um, it was actually uh, one of the more harrowing stories that I've ever gone through. So the other night, uh, me and my wife and uh, my wife's best friend, Michelle, all decided that we were here. Your wife and I. Shut up. So we um, get an Uber back from where we're hanging out. We've had a couple of drinks, and we do the responsible thing. We get an Uber. We decide we want to have. I mean, you wouldn't say me go get an Uber. You would say I went and got an Uber. So that's why it's your wife and I, so, not your wife and me. So we, uh, me and my we, wife, we get an Uber and uh, we go back to this the place where our car was. And we're like, okay, so this is close to the other bar we want to go to after this. And we were planning on like we had a place. So in why the city. would I, I've never understood this? Okay. Um, I've never understood the need to go to one place that has well, we the have, same alcoholic beverages that you have at the exact place you're already at. Well, it was a different vibe. We were looking for something because uh, her friend Michelle hadn't been a, to this. Because you need a vibe. Well, her friend Michelle hadn't been to the city recently, so we were trying to show her this other bar that we'd been to down there. We were like, hey, let's go check this place out. So we decide we're going to ride scooters, okay? Because they have a different same brand of alcohol <laughs> that you're probably drinking at this bar. It's a totally different vibe, though. You're not understanding the entire yeah, vibe. Tell like, everybody what you got for your vibe hunt. Go ahead. So um, <laughs> we get the whole reason we came back there is we had some stuff we wanted to put in the car. So we get everything put in the car. And Nikki and Michelle have never ridden a scooter. Now, I've ridden one one time before in the city with somebody from work and stuff like that. So we're like, hey, we're going to go from this one place to this other place. We're going to ride scooters. And I was like, awesome. So we all get on scooters. It was great. I rode it down the Are these electric? Do they, do yeah, they're they, little electric scooters. they got little, motors. They, yeah, totally. you're, not, you're not just kicking the motherfucker. Because <laughs> <No. laughs> I had scooters like motherfucker growing up. We have like four. Because we'd pull scooter wheels off and put them on the front wheel of the bike. Or the back wheel, so it would be all like ghettoed. <laughs> like, yeah, that what's up, Otto? stupid as fuck. It was dude. awesome. It was stupid as fuck. Don't get it. When fuck. I say awesome, it was stupid as fuck, but when you were 12, you thought you were fucking a Vato. So, because <laughs> you got this big ass wheel. It was like one of the old Tommy bikes, <laughs> but with a BMX. You, know, like, you like, feel like you should up? be using the word fisticuffs when yeah. you tell people to fight and stuff. These are my hydraulics. No, that's just a smaller wheel. It's not, <laughs> it's not what hydraulics means at all. You just put a smaller wheel. It just seems okay, like it's a so much on this electric machine. Well, let me let me let's get serious for a minute because I I got very uh, the, the the whole thing like it starts off great. We all get on the scooters. We we do a little lap around. We're, we're riding again, the scooters they, around. They have different same brand alcohol. Different vibe. Okay, <laughs> you're not understanding the vibe. We're no, looking for an aura. <laughs> we're looking for an aura, and we're looking for a vibe. Okay. okay. So we got a couple more friends who are going to meet us at that bar that uh, that we're down there, and we decide we're going to go to this bar. So we're riding the scooters around, and Nikki and Michelle get on scooters ahead of me. And they ride off and they get to the corner and I'm riding behind them. And as I'm riding the scooter, like everything kind of goes slow motion and there's this big crack in the actual sidewalk that Nikki was able to zoom around, 
but I don't see it, and I hit it. And when I do, I fly off the scooter. Shane, you already know that anything that involves you being on wheels, you got to be extra careful because of the top weight. Shut the fuck up, dude. <laughs> yeah. No, but I'm telling you. You should have been paying extra attention because, you know. <laughs> Hold on, dude. We're not there yet, okay? Because I got very seriously fucking injured, okay? So shut up and let me tell the story, okay? <laughs> I should imagine you would because once you fell off the scooter, your head's weighing you down to the ground faster. So I hit this crack in the in the sidewalk. And let me just go ahead and, and put it out there for you guys. I hit this crack and I go down so hard that I dig my shoulder into the ground. At like, I don't know, it felt like I was going 180 miles an hour on this scooter that probably gets up to like eight, <laughs> like eight miles 12, an hour. 12. So I dig my shoulder into the ground. Why didn't you just go sideways? Because I hit a crack and there was no time for reaction. Like I fell right the fuck off Again. and landed squaw on my face. Again, you know you have a that center. So I, I go to fall, I dig my shoulder, like dig my shoulder into the ground and I hit, my head hits the ground. But it's like the corner of my eyebrow that hits. And I've still got the little cut above my eye um, where I actually hit the ground. So um, hold on. So I land. How was the vibe in that spot? Hold on. So we're not we're not <laughs> we're not to the spot yet, okay? We're talking about like I'm where I'm talking we about were. where you crashed. How was that vibe? Um the vibe there was not I bet it was as, earthy. It was, <laughs> it was a little woody, if you will, a little more a uh, ground-ish. Yeah. Uh, but I hit the ground and I land and apparently this is my my memories from this point become flashes because I hit the ground and some dude's riding a scooter behind me and he comes up and goes, "Dude, are you okay?" and I look up and I go, "Yeah, I'm fine." He goes, Oh my God, no, dude, that's a lot of fucking blood. <laughs> they should have never told you that. <laughs> so I look down at my hands. I've got like a pool of blood collecting in my hands and shit like that. Nikki's ahead of me sitting at the corner. She doesn't even see this shit happening. She turns around and comes back. Now she should know you have a big head too. And that you have to be watched on a kind of two-wheel rolling device. Come on now. <laughs> so she comes back and she looks over at me. She goes, oh, babe, are you okay? And I was like, yeah, I'm fine. And I look up and she goes, oh my God, are you all right? <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I'm fine. I'll just go get cleaned up. We'll make it to the other place. There'll be a great vibe there. Y'all drinking before you got on the scooters? Yes. You know you can get a DUI on those. Uh, well, no, not me because I have I have a special pass. Uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Is that pass that you just run into the into the ground first? I don't think they take you to jail if you are um, bleeding profusely from your forehead. No, they take you to the hospital. Then they take you to jail. <laughs> happens they to, they happens to people that wreck their car drunk all the time. Well, yeah, but I didn't wreck a car. This is a scooter. Doesn't it's, matter. It's much You're operating different. a motor vehicle. No, it's much different. It doesn't it's an get electric above, motor. It's it gets it doesn't go above ten miles. You an can hour. get a DUI on a bicycle, bro. Not mine. I have a special bike. <laughs> I have a little breathalyzer. I have on a it. special bike. <laughs> I can't turn the gears on until I put in this breathalyzer. <laughs> so Nikki rides up and she says. Oh my God, are you all right? I'm like, yeah, I'm fine. I'll get cleaned up. I'll get this thing set. We'll go with the other bar. Were you bleeding out great of your vibe. face? My fucking eyebrow. I had hit my eyebrow because I'd been drinking a little bit earlier that day. So now you look like like Rocky in round three. Oh yeah, <laughs> dude. Like when the Russian cuts him in fucking round three or four and it's like, oh God, dude, he's going to fucking bash your head in for the rest of this it's match. all that dirt and shit in it, dude. Um, so I get up and this is all flashes. Again, remember, I have no idea that what's happened. Nikki says, no, you had a mild concussion. That was the problem. So I get up and walk from where I was back to our friend's apartment that has a fountain in the front of it. And my head, I'm like, well, I need to clean up so we can go to the other bar. It's going to have a different vibe. You know, we'll, we'll go. <laughs> 
I'll this, go clean this up. This vibe's too earthy and fountainy. I'm going to go shower in the fountain. So I go up and I grab him. And now, Nikki is a nurse. Michelle's like a medical assistant. Like, both in the medical field. They both know. I forget exactly what Michelle did. Like, But she's in the medical field as well. So I walk up and I'm bathing my forehead that's profusely covered in blood. Like, I've got the crimson mask from like the 1980s I, wrestling. I think and shit Michelle like set you up. She I, probably pushed me off I the scooter. I think she was trying to wake you up to what the city life you think is and what city life really is. Because this sounds a lot like what, you know, happens on a reg to people who ride these scooters after they've been drinking. So, um, I get Especially on the if they have large heads. <laughs> Shut the fuck up, dude. My head had nothing to do with this. I hit my shoulder first. So I'm washing my forehead out with the fucking fountain water. And I'm like, fountain water's like running down my face. <laughs> that chlorine going on the water. Oh my God. This <laughs> and is Nikki comes running up and she goes, oh God, that's so fucking nasty. Don't use that water. That's gross. And I was like, pond water. <laughs> I'm like, no, it's fine. I'll a clean homeless up. homeless guy probably peed in it. <laughs> I'm like, no, I'll clean up. We'll go to the other bar. There's another vibe and stuff. <laughs> this is a homeless pee vibe. That's what you got now. <laughs> so I get everything cleaned out with the, the pee water. And we get to the car. And Nikki apparently puts me in the car. And like she's waking me up like every couple minutes. But as soon as I go to move, she doesn't have to wake me up. Because I, I'm basically screaming in pain every time I try to move my left shoulder. And Shane has no sh- pain tolerance, y'all. None. <laughs> None. I'm a big bitch a when it comes to pain. The splitter. Day is over. <laughs> it's over. It's I, all over. I'm going to have to take care of by Nikki. <laughs> Dude, I have no pain tolerance whatsoever. I bet she hates having the doctor. Okay, so the rumors are true. I have absolutely zero pain tolerance whatsoever. It's just the way I was made. Don't fucking judge me. Next up, we're going to run to a quick promo break, but when we get back, we're going to finish the story of me falling off a scooter and close to getting a traumatic brain injury just so I could get a different vibe. So check it out. We'll be right back. After the The Epic Film Guys podcast is a film comedy podcast with two best friends celebrating everything we love about going to the movies. We've got great beer, amazing guests, and quirky characters unlike anything you've ever heard before. Well, I just assumed you were drinking that chocolate stout that you were going to make with the cheapest crap chocolate ice cream (laughs) in a Miller Lite. I remember being a young man and my mother telling me I didn't have a name because I was illegitimate. I don't know what that word means. <laughs> Subscribe to the Epic Film Guys on iTunes, Stitcher, Spreaker, or your favorite podcast app. And we'll see you at the movies. You think you could steal from us and just walk away? Yeah. Have you ever wished you could get extra now that I'm older? Well, now you're in luck, because if you go to patreon.com slash now that I'm older, sign up to the $10 level, you'll be able to hear Patreon-exclusive content with stuff just like this. Why would you have fetuses as toys? In what sort of Russian nightmare cartoon do you have fetuses as toys? Kenny hates little children. Kenny hates happiness. Especially children. Kenny hates pretty much everything. So I hate happiness. I just hate other people's happiness. I just, I know we're not supposed to get political on now that I'm older, but what the fuck is going on? So go to patreon.com slash now that I'm older, sign up to the $10 level, and you'll be able to check out our Patreon exclusives every single time we drop one. My own brother, a goddamn shit-sucking vampire. 
Oh, you wait till mom finds out, buddy. Ever wonder when Spider-Man goes to the bathroom if the toilet paper sticks to his fingers? Do you ever wonder why Superman wears his underwear outside of his pants? My name is Imran. My name is Anthony. He's the jock. And he's the nerd. And we're your hosts for the Jock and Nerd podcast, where we sometimes try to attempt to answer these questions. This is a full spoiler podcast, and we swear a lot. Check it out for awesome geek news, interviews, and comic book reviews. Visit jockandnerd.com. We are your superhero TV, movies, and comic book culture curators. Boom. Jockandnerd.com. Jockandnerd. There. We're in a tight spot. So I uh, <laughs> so I make it to the house, and I walk in. Like I, Still, this, this is all the flashes I have. We drove from Midtown back to our house, and I have no memory of getting there whatsoever. I have no memory of walking from the fountain back to the scooter and having to take a picture with my phone to close out the scooter ride and all that shit. I have no memory Honestly, of this Honestly, I'm way disappointed by this story because I haven't uh, actually experienced these rent-a-scooters yet. And the uh, – the short version I got was that a bird fucked you up, <laughs> and I didn't know it was their brand name till Steven ruined my fucking happiness. I was like, oh, I can't wait till your brother gets here. I want to hear about this bird fucked him up. And he was like, bird? No, bro. <laughs> that's, that's the name of the scooters. And I was like, that is such a letdown. I thought some bird must have swooped down while he's on the scooter. And oh god! It's attacking me. Which you know you would have come off a lot better if a bird had done this instead of a crack. Yeah, Stephen ruined it for you too. You could have totally gone with that. Stephen told me if, he goes, "If I were you, man," he goes, "Because you got a cut on your eye." He goes, "If I were you, I'd be like, hey, eight motherfuckers surrounded me. I tried to fight them off as long as I could. I had a bird scooter. I started swinging <laughs> that motherfucker. I took three of them out. And Here they I am fucking, thinking you were like that chick in that fucking uh, Hitchcock movie. <laughs> thinking we're like throwing birds at her and shit. I'm thinking like that. pigeons are like, I'm taking this one out. No, it was. It He's was, got a big head. We can't miss. It was honestly one of the biggest, scariest cracks that I've ever seen in the sidewalk. <laughs> in in retrospect, life. I bet it's terrifying. <laughs> it was like trying to jump your um, bicycle over the Grand Canyon. Is basically the way it felt um, as I flew down. So I have to go to the like the entire next day. I'm is shot. surprised you didn't go to like the emergency room or urgent care. Well, when I woke up, I was like, oh, my shoulder's like really hurting. Like, I had to get Nikki to help me take off like my shirt because I was so fucking sore. (laughs) Well, no, Nikki starts going, oh my God, you might have broken your clavicle and you're going to have to have fucking surgery. And I'm like, oh God, like for a scooter ride, this is the most expensive fucking stupid transportation I've ever used in my life. And I've been on roller skates. All because you didn't like the vibe. (laughs) One of the vibe at the other place was fine. Same goddamn drinks. Same brand of alcohol, nothing different. But there was a lot. There was a Except different Except a concussion vibe. on the way. <laughs> but there was I would have made the booze way better though if you had gone drinking. You would have got fucked up. Oh, dude! Like that might have been the end. Like you might have dealt with a completely different chain when I came over the next time. Nikki was like, "You almost became a burden on the family." <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> <laughs> oh God! Her whole life has been cleaning other people's shit, <laughs> and now having to clean mine. Oh, oh my God, dude! Like, for a stupid scooter ride, it all came like, back together. Like, this <laughs> it is came the full worst. Circle. This is the worst thing that could have possibly happened for a stupid, like a scooter ride. You can ride like six miles for like a dollar fifty. Y'all could have taken an Uber <laughs> for like five bucks for the three of us. With like air conditioning and, and an aux port, <laughs> it could have been jamming. Um, and I mean, it, it probably would have had a pretty good vibe in the Uber too. Honestly, <laughs> probably better than the dirt, <laughs> than the earthy, uh, asphalty vibe the on earth, my forehead. The, the earth that went MMA badass on you. 
I swear to God, all I remember is riding along, having a great time. Suddenly, bam! I am fucking, I am out, dude. Like I just caught a left hand. If we ever, if the apocalypse comes, you can't be in the cavalry. Um, no, you're I'm done. Gonna, you're I'm, solid infantry, bro. I'm the governor, dude. That's that's what I. You ain't get to be. You can't ride a scooter. You can't cover the colony. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> um, so you can be like the accountant, maybe. I don't I think, know. But... I think you're gonna be driving me around. Is what it's really gonna be. No, sir. You're gonna be driving. <laughs> I think I'm gonna let you be the chauffeur when I become the governor. No, I'm gonna be in what's called special operations. I think we all know this. No, I think you're gonna be the. the, the well, somebody uh, has to kill this baby. Who's gonna do it? <laughs> We all, we all know who's going to do it. That's not special We know right. you pussies won't do it. Oh, my God, dude. Holy shit. If it was like the baby Terminator that all the other Terminators were going to be born from, I would take the baby Terminator out. So you're saying. Or you were, if they were like, we're going to send you back in time and you have to kill Hitler as a baby. Most people would be like, I don't know. I'd be like, nah, I'll stab the shit. <laughs> stab the shit out of baby Hitler. I don't give a fuck. Snatch that motherfucker out of his crib. I'll grab him by his ankles and just bash him on a wall. <laughs> It'd be good. Bam. No Hitler. Wow. I wouldn't do it to a normal baby. Wow, dude. Knew, that's the imagery we're going to close out this I, segment with. Is knew, you bashing a baby Hitler if against I something. Knew it was Hitler. Like but you don't know, just how like you gonna... know when you catch a fish and you just want to go, you like you don't have a cooler with you. <laughs> nope, never done it. Never bashed a fish up against the dock to try and or kill you take it. Take a rock and bang its head in. You never done that? No, no, never committed murder against another. So animal. if you're gonna eat the fish, you're just gonna skin it alive. What kind of fucking asshole are you? <laughs> I had to kill a squirrel recently. Why did you have to? Was did the you dog fight, got it? Did you fight it to the death? Oh, okay. No, the dog got it, broke its back, and it was like it was all fucked up and alive. And I was like, "Man, fuck you, dog! You're in trouble now for two things. <laughs> <laughs> you're in trouble for fucking up a squirrel, and you're in trouble because I have to kill this goddamn squirrel because I'm not called the humane society and being like a squirrel out there. His back is obviously broken. Can you come out and no? We're not going to come out and euthanize it. Go there with a shovel." <laughs> I would have. I would have said no. You guys need to come get this motherfucker. I ain't dealing with it. Dude, I wasn't gonna leave the squirrel sitting there like, die, like screaming in pain. Well, I mean, you could probably just take it to the edge of the woods and throw it. No, in No, dude, it was like it was like. That's what Dennis would have told me to do. It was like it looked like one of these twisty things you brought me. One of these fucking twist flavor twist Fritos. Uh, it was all mangled up. That's, I mean, that's the worst thing. My my brother actually told me a story recently about him going and uh, they, him and dad hitting a deer when he was like five, and he was like, "Are we gonna fix the deer, daddy?" Because yeah, we're gonna fix it and dad walks to like another like was a, it like that deer we saw that one night oh no that was just like a deer <laughs> suit that but, shit was to this day i'm like oh my god <laughs> the fuck happened here hold on let me finish this story and then we'll tell the story of like hearing the shit hit the car like it was fucking gravel so, <laughs> so just parts steven says so so dad gets like walks to this uh, guy's house like two doors down from where we hit the, where him and uh, steven hit the deer and he's like is this guy gonna fix the deer daddy he was, yeah he's gonna fix it <laughs> And this guy, he, dad walks up to the door, talks to the guy. The guy comes out on like a members only jacket and shit like that, but grabs something and puts it on his belt from behind and walks out there. And dad, Stephen goes to get out of the car. Stephen seems like, Hey, I, I want to see you guys fix this dude. Dad goes, no, you don't. No, you don't. And Stephen likes, he's, dad's like, no, no, stay in the car, stay in the car. So he closes the door and stuff like that. He's like, don't watch, don't watch. You need to look out the back. You need to look out the back. So every kid does the same thing. They stare at what they're not supposed to Why look at. Why do you at. drive off? Why didn't he drop? Because the deer had done the same thing that you'd had happen. Like the deer's back was broken and shit like that. It's like, yeah, but like, the other ah! dude was taking care of this. I don't know. Dad had a morbid curiosity <laughs> or some shit. I mean, we won't see if there was a demon inside <laughs> of it. <laughs> <laughs> so the dude walks up and Steven's looking at the front window and just bow, bow. 
pow, like shoots a deer twice in the head. And my little brother at five years old is like, oh, my God, my illusions of life have been shattered right here. There goes Bambi. (laughs) So anyway, you had to do something to this deer. (laughs) This is a squirrel. I'm sorry. (laughs) I think your dad went around when you fell off that scooter. (laughs) It wasn't like I didn't. My back wasn't broken. Dad, can we fix Shay? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. We're going to fix him. All right. Fix him. All right. Put him out of his misery. <laughs> uh, well, you know, it was a weird vibe. <laughs> we came, we saw, we kicked its ass. That's it for Now That I'm Older this week, guys. Thank you so much for checking out the show. You can find us online, nowthatimolder.com, Facebook, Google Play, Stitcher, and iTunes. You can also find us on Twitter and Gmail, but it's at NTIOPod. Check back next Thursday for a brand new episode. And as always, getting older sucks, but can be awesome at the same time. Have a great week. I whipped the shit out of her, too. That's enough for this week, dude. We we gotta go. (laughs) Any party thoughts? Yeah, you tune somebody up with a cat of nine tails. You don't just start whacking the shit out of them. You seek a great fortune. You three who are nine chains. You will find a fortune. Though it will not be the fortune you seek. But first, first you must travel a long and difficult road. A road fraught with peril. Mm -hmm. You shall see things wonderful to tell. You shall see a, a cow. On the roof of a cotton house. <laughs> and oh, so many starlings. I cannot tell you how long this road shall be, but fear not the obstacles in your path. For fate has vouchsafed your reward. Do the road may wind, yea, you hearts grow weary, still shall ye follow the way. Even unto your salvation.